you do your roux in a microwave. This gut is beautiful and it's full of gumbo. Nick Saban puts tomatoes in his gumbo. Welcome to the Gumbo Show. Gumbo is a way of life. Ho, ho, gumbo. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with another edition of the only show in all of cyberspace or actual space devoted to the world's perfect food. That's right, a bowl of gumbo. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, the Rudolph, Donner, and Blitzen of South Louisiana Gumbo Talk. I'm Feynman Roberts. I'm going to be the Rudolph, ladies and gentlemen, here in Southeast Louisiana. Joining me as always, the Donner and Blitzen. That is Brent Barksdale, North Texas, and Dave Huguenel in Northern Virginia. I almost said Northern Virginia, but Northern Georgia. Gentlemen, what is happening? Dave I accept around. you being Rudolph. I, accept, I, I was trying to think of a bald joke, but honestly, I got nothing. So <laughs> I don't have a good punchline, except for the fact that Feynman's bald. That's all I got. In, in, in my version of that, it's Rudolph with your head so bright. That's true. Because it reflects, yeah. So it's not even just my nose. <laughs> That's it's good. not even like it's not even my red nose because of the alcoholism. Um, anyway. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so are we here because of an emergency? Thanks to Dave's wife. This is an emergency podcast. This is um But Dave, what happened? What happened was is I was minding my own business yesterday, just loving life. Things are going great. You know, hear the birds chirping, butterflies flying around, even though it's winter. Uh just everything's absolutely perfect. Then I get tagged in a Facebook post for my wife, which is usually not a good thing. Nope. It's usually it's usually a bad meme because uh, you know wives just don't have the best Facebook humor. If I'm being completely honest, wow. So I'm like, ah, I gotta check this out. <laughs> I gotta I gotta I gotta pretend pretend to laugh at this next time I see her. I pull it up, and it is a link to what looked like a new Disney recipe for gumbo. And I say gumbo in the loosest way possible. This was, uh, and we'll talk about it. We'll talk through what all three of us saw because I sent it to you guys. Yeah, it was like an amalgamation of some sort of some sort of meat substance. Yeah. Some pa- sort can you of... paint the picture? Like, paint. What does this thing look like? I mean, so it is extremely chunky. Is <laughs> it, it is chunks? It is. It, it. I don't. So here's the thing. I, I'm not exactly sure what it's made of. Yeah, because it doesn't look. It doesn't look like it's of this earth. Yeah, but I said it was of, ham. You look, said it was fish. Like that's you can't tell the difference. And 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 you know what? I think you have as much probability of me, of being right on that one than I am because I say fish, but I say that without a lot of confidence. Yeah. It is a it, it is chunks of pink flesh. Yeah. We know that the animal. Economy, I know what it is. <laughs> right. Well, there's, well, we're gonna get to the get to the recipe in a second. Then there are chunks of vegetables. I see okra on there which makes sense that's the only sensible thing on there and it's in a bowl yeah it's in a bowl but then like the weirdest thing about it is like it's this giant mound of vegetables and pink flesh with this like thin pink liquid below it in the bowl itself yeah yeah and it's uh hold on it's it's pretty terrifying yeah hold on so Feynman's going to read the recipe. Apparently, he's the only one that has it because when I went to find it, the lady had taken it down from the internet because apparently the Cajun Mama, it's a Facebook group, posted the recipe or posted the blog post from, and the, she had 561 comments on her post, her Facebook post. 
Yeah, it's more than 800 now. Now it's 800, 400 something shares. And then when you go to the link, it's down. So I didn't know what the recipe was. That's what we were guessing. But Feynman, the sleuth that he is in his job, uh, he found the recipe. So what are we dealing with? You want to know what's in this recipe? Yeah. Now, first of all, I would I want to say I want to I want to deliver a couple of caveats here. By the way, this recipe is posted on a blog by a woman who loves Disney. Loves Disney, and, and we love she Disney. Appears but she be, loves. Yeah, Disney. I love Disney. Yeah, and she appears to be an earnest and good-hearted person, and she tried to divine the recipe to Disneyland's Blue Bayou Gumbo. So really, this is this is Bob Iger that yeah. we need to be going yeah. at <laughs> on on this topic. So let me read to you the ingredients, and and I'm going to go kind of slow, and you just stop me when we hit a red flag. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right, so butter. Okay. Stop. It's, and then, it's a yellow depends. flag. Well, it could be part it's of the roux. It's a yellow flag. Yeah. yeah. Is it part butter. Of the roux? All right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if we read a little bit lower in the recipe, butter and flour in your roux, but that that's already a little bit of a problem for gumbo. Uh -huh. Yeah. Because butter burns too, at too low of a temperature. But all right, right, butter, you know, butter, flour, onion, celery, chicken broth, cooked chicken. We're, we're all right. We're, okay. We're rolling so, here. So it's a little bit of a cheat, but I'll take it. I do that sometimes. Kielbasa sausage. That's mm. a red flag. That's a red yeah. flag. Yeah, it's it's red and white, like the Polish flag is what it is. You're dang right. It's a it's a giant red flag. Kielbasa. Did, did she get kielbasa because they're out of bratwurst. Is that what it was? <laughs> you might as well just cut up a hot dog and throw yeah. it in there. <laughs> Probably taste. Um, yeah, yeah. Next. Next ingredient, ham steaks. Okay. So that was mm -hmm. ham. That was ham. It was saw. it was ham in Ugh. the picture. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Cooked okra. Okay. All right. One can diced tomatoes. I mean, I mean, I guess if we're going Creole, it's acceptable, but I mean a can of diced tomatoes. I mean, can't you just chop them up yourself? If you're going to go that route, I mean, they don't belong yeah, in the right, first place. Right. If you're going to do maybe it, maybe a little, right. maybe a little tomato paste. I get it. I mean, I understand where the tomato thing comes from. All right, then some Cajun seasoning, salt, cornstarch. Huh. Uh, all right, water. But you've already got chicken broth, so I don't know right. why you need water. No. And then you need cooked long grain or jasmine rice. Okay, fine. And green onions. Fine. So in in um in the description, you melt the butter over medium low heat, then you add in the flour and stir with a whisk, a whisk. Allow the mixture to cook for 10 to 12 minutes, stirring occasionally until it reaches a nice caramel color. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. 12 minutes. I, I mean, well, I, you can't go any darker than that with butter. I mean, that's the problem with right. that. Right? It's gonna burn. It's a blonde roux, is what you're making. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you're, okay. making, you're, you're making a bechamel. You're not even making a roux. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. And so then, I mean, then the kind of thing sort of runs like you would expect. You add the diced onions and the celery. By the way, she's got a, a, a binity. I don't know, but there's a trinity here. She's got onions and celery, but no bell pepper. And no, interestingly enough, no garlic. No garlic. All right. Fine. I'm going to put a little bit of garlic in my gumbo. But you add those, allow them to soften, then add the chicken broth one cup at a time. Stir well to make sure no clumps of your roux, I guess, are left. Next, you'll add cubed cooked chicken. The cooked cubed 
pre-cooked ham steaks and the diced pre-cooked kielbasa sausage. And this is where I think we have sort of taken the gumbo, the the premium sports car that is gumbo, <laughs> and yanked it off the Autobahn <laughs> and into a bridge abutment. <laughs> No, it's like I mean, I mean, look. If if this gumbo is a Honda Accord, like this is the um, the ham steaks are like the five foot tall spoiler on the back. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, and the cooked kielbasa sausage is the oversized muffler yeah. that makes your twenty five hundred RPMs in third gear at thirty five yeah. miles an hour sound like right. you're basically on the backstretch. Right. At Talladega. They make the can so the canned tomatoes are like the broken subwoofer in the trunk. <laughs> that, for sure. So you you uh this is by the way, this recipe is full of precision. Next add <laughs> okra. It needs to be cooked and diced, but if you can find this Kroger frozen diced okra, it's a super quick option that turned out perfect. I just dumped in the entire bag and it was just the right amount. That's so get yourself a bag of cooked, diced, frozen okra. That okra's had more things done to it. Well, then something that's had a lot of things done to it. Where you were going with that? (laughs) Yeah, you were teetering there. I mean, look. Here's what I say, and I I don't want to pick on the blogger too much because I get it. You know, she's a Disney fan, and this is this Mm. all this all comes down to Disney. But in terms of like this post being taken down because of internet shame, I'll (laughs) say this: I've I've never understood cancel culture i've always thought that a cancel culture is inappropriate <laughs> this this entire saga over the last 24 hours i understand cancel culture culture now i get why people cancel people i'm glad that that got taken down because i don't want my kids accidentally stumbling upon that recipe on the internet who knows how many souls have been affected by it um you know and maybe i'm a gumbo snowflake but at the end of the day People should not be looking at gumbo recipes that involve ham steaks and kielbasa. That's this ridiculous. is this recipe is so offensive that Laurie <laughs> Schlegel just put a bill in Louisiana legislature that you have to show your ID before you can read it. <laughs> yeah, there should be there should be a licensure licensure set up, you know, in Louisiana to post that's right online gumbo recipes. Like uh, right now, more than ever, um, you know, this is uh, look. I have. There is a pot. I, I will leave the possibility open that maybe this Frankenstein of a dish somehow <laughs> tastes good to certain palates. Uh, I, I will, I will, I will grant that in this argument. But the idea that we're going to sit here and call that gumbo, I'm sorry, but like more, wars have been fought over less. Yeah, I mean, this is why this is why people get offended. I mean, offended at these kinds of things. I mean, it's because this is such a uh, a bastardization. It's it's basically <laughs> creating something new and applying the gumbo name to it. By the way, we didn't even get to the part about the tomatoes in the recipe, or did we? Did we read that? This you this next it. part is great. Next, add the can of diced tomatoes, juice and all. Oh, yes, that's the pink flavor and the pink. Color. Also. Add the Cajun seasoning and salt. She notes the rambling introvert. Again, I don't want to pick on her. What she's going for is some sort of, like you said, Frankensteinian monster created by Imagineers in Florida. (laughs) Right. She says, I used a half teaspoon of Cajun seasoning, but if you want a stronger flavor, you can use a whole teaspoon. So listen, (laughs) 
<laughs> if you really want to go to Flavortown, <laughs> get that full teaspoon out and dump that thing in there. Um, wow. But then she's getting rid of the flavor by adding water. Like that's the other yeah, thing. Oh. Like if you sorry, I'm sorry, Mr. Roberts. No, no, I totally agree. <laughs> Juice from the tomato can. Yeah. Uh, allow that to simmer for about 10 minutes until the meat is heated through. Okay. Right. Okay. Mm. Anyway, mm. uh <laughs> finally like combine it? the cornstarch and the water to create a slurry. Oh. You know, kind of like what you do when you're mixing cement and dump it into the pot. Stir to combine, allow it to simmer for a few minutes until it begins to thicken a little bit. So that and that's where the, you know, I mean, it looks like it looks like a vegetable soup to me. I really hope the audio of the podcast picks picked up what you just did, Feynman. But you just had one of the most judgmental mm, like as you're reading that <laughs> reading that recipe. I really hope our listeners can 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 hear the uh, the resentment that came across as you were going through the words of that. Anyway, I, I call it a recipe. I mean, it is. Um, you know, there are there are more respectable recipes in the anarchist cookbook. This. You should not be able wow. to get recipes like this on the dark web. Right. All right. That's what I'm saying. Like NSA right. ought to be trying to shut this kind of stuff down. Here's another, just, I'm just going to give you another note from the recipe, the prep time on this recipe, this gumbo. Now we've all cooked gumbo and we've made fun of Dave for doing his roux in a microwave because it saves him a little bit of time, but how much time, how long does it take you to cook a pot of gumbo, Dave? I mean, a, a full pot of gumbo from me starting to like eat, like spoon in mouth. I mean, we're talking six yeah, hours, sure. right? All day. Right. Okay. Right. So a minimum two to three hours. But this this recipe prep time is ten minutes, <laughs> and the cook time is thirty five minutes. Oof. <laughs> Oof. This is like like for the meat to get cooked through. Right. Um, yeah, not cooked through, heated because heated. it's all pre cooked meat. Your pre cooked ham steak. So what's the anyway, verdict? Did she like it? Uh, she says, I hope you all enjoy this delicious Cajun dish. And it takes you right back to Blue Bayou, right back to the Disneyland Resort or Disney World Resort, where she had this mm -hmm. uh, bowl of of cobbled together parts. <laughs> I, I, I will say, as, as someone that uh, is from Louisiana... Uh, but no longer lives there. And I travel there for family holidays and special occasions. Nothing makes me feel like I'm back at home when I'm in Ettery or Kenner. And I just, I just sit down to a nice bowl of kielbasa and ham steaks. Like, that is, that is true, true Cajun eating right there. Let me tell you, you are so right, man. I love headed down on the bayou somewhere and just popping in a little, hey. Little shop and picking up some boudin balls and some kielbasa, <laughs> kielbasa and ham steak gumbo and some man, tomato give, give soup. That, I was about to say, give me that tomato can juice. I'll drink it with yeah. a straw. Man, that is just home <laughs> wow. on the bayou. Oh man! All right. Well, all right. Listen, obviously that is not a gumbo that any of us wants to ever eat or see on a plate, or um, we might use to incite a riot or something like that. Yeah. But I did want to talk briefly if we're ready to move on. I have yeah. a couple of gumbos I want to shout out. Yep. Now, the first one is at a place that's relatively famous. That's Parkway Tavern. I ended up at Parkway Tavern in New Orleans the other day uh, with some family. And they, of course, all got um, po'boys, which Parkway is famous for. But I got some gumbo. Krista and I, my wife and I got some gumbo because we were about to go to a party. There was going to be a lot of food there. And I have to say their chicken and sausage gumbo was fantastic chunky 
plenty of meat, good rice, dark color, plenty of flavor in the liquid. It was fantastic. So I highly recommend that Parkway Tavern. It was a cold and rainy night the night we were there, Saturday night. And so that gumbo was just like, I would have just, I would have forgotten my party and just stayed there and eat gumbo. Did you uh, you didn't send us hours. a photo of that one, right? I don't think I did actually. I didn't okay. actually get a chance to take a photo of that one. The other place I want to shout out is maybe slightly less well-known. And that is in the nice Ascension Parish town of Donaldsonville, which if you haven't been to Donaldsonville, are you really living? (laughs) There's a restaurant there called the Grapevine Cafe. I don't even know what it's on the little main drag through downtown Donaldsonville. And I went in there, it was me and a photographer, and they have just a bunch of down home sort of Bayou classics. I think he got like a fried catfish with etouffee on top of it or something. And I wasn't sure. So I ordered, they had chicken and sausage and seafood on the menu. Right. And I ordered a cup of both. Right. And they were both amazing. And for the first time ever, I'm going to say the seafood. I like the seafood better than the chicken and sausage. It was dark, but it had shrimp in it. A little bit. I think it had a little bit of crab. It was delicious. And they gave me a little bit of potato salad and a little bit of rice. The potato salad was fine. The rice was fine. They were delicious. And the waitress came over to ask me how I liked them. And I said, I'm going to need another cup of this seafood gumbo right here. This stuff is amazing. It was was legitimately one of the best gumbos I've ever had in a restaurant. It was like 1.30 in the afternoon in Donaldsonville. Did you do a ride up? Is that why you were there? Or were you just there passing through? I was there for another story. I was I was doing an interview on another story, and I needed to grab some lunch after we were done. So, are you going to do uh, more write ups, street eats, or I need what? to? Yeah, roadside eats. I'm, roadside I'm, eats. Believe it or not, tomorrow I'm I'm not getting gumbo because I'm going to be at a Mexican restaurant in St. Joseph, Louisiana. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna see how that goes. Yeah. So, my, interesting. My only my only question about. Uh, the gumbo you had in Donaldsonville. I mean, I'm definitely going to have to try it next time. Yeah. I'm in Ascension, Ascension Parish all the time. Um, did you did you ask the owner why they didn't uh, include kielbasa or ham steaks? In the- <laughs> <laughs> Either of the gumbos? Got a little tip I, for I you. I told the lady on my way out, I said, listen, this is delicious, but your gumbo isn't real gumbo. There's no ham steak. Yeah. So right. I'm I'm out. Right. No, yeah, it was, it really was. That is a fantastic gumbo and, and uh, I yeah, Dave. If you're in if you're in Ascension Parish, you <laughs> you can't do much better gumbo wise than eat some of that. That's awesome. So, Good to know. Right. Want to give Tell them a the shout? Name. Grapevine Cafe. Grapevine Cafe. Grapevine Cafe. I I should look up what yeah. uh what street it's on, but what it's on that. Main, I mean, there's like one street in Donaldsonville, yeah. right? Yeah, that one. It's not the one that runs along the river. It's uh, it's the one that runs through town i know that's very descriptive for the listeners out there in podcast land let's google it Again, if, if you've never been in donaldsonville it probably doesn't make sense but if you're going to donaldsonville there's like two streets and it's not on that one it's on the other one that's it right it's a. Uh, it is on railroad avenue of course in donaldsonville la it's fantastic i i really yeah. like i didn't know what to expect and I went in there and I had the gumbo and the only thing that stopped me from eating more gumbo was my body's capacity so I just um, followed them on Instagram. Uh, yeah, they have two posts, so maybe we'll need to <laughs> tell them that <laughs> all the publicity we're going to give them. They may have to upgrade their uh, social media. 
Dave, when you go in there, you need to tell them that it was recommended to you and tell them about the show. Cause I went yeah. in there incognito. I didn't talk about the show at all. all right. yep. so. I never tell people about the show until I've tasted the gumbo and make sure all it's right. good. So I smart. Know, I was, you know, I'll just, uh, I'll tell them, yeah, I was walking, walking down the street and this, this big bald man just came up to me. I'd never met him before. He's like, <laughs> down the great line. He grabbed me by the lapels and said, listen, you little bass guitar playing weenie, you need to get in the, <laughs> that restaurant and eat some gumbo. Inside joke. <laughs> All right. All right, fam. Uh, yeah. This is our last show of the year, I'm assuming. So yeah, uh, happy new year, Merry a, Christmas, all the things. A real gumbo uh, emergency. Yeah. Uh, I, to all of the folks out there in gumbo eating land, may you enjoy your turkey gumbos over Christmas. I'm making gumbo on Christmas Eve, not turkey gumbo, just regular chicken and sausage so may you all have a great gumbo christmas and a fantastic gumbo new year and as always hit us up on our socials we're on twitter uh well we're we're barely on twitter anymore um <laughs> it's our twitter we were barely on twitter forever but now our twitter person has largely left twitter because of what it has become so uh just email us at uh it's at gumbo show at gmail.com. So email us there if you <laughs> want to talk to us. Go to the website. <laughs> or Instagram. We're on Instagram at uh, gumbo show. That's DA gumbo show. Uh, and we're on Facebook. Come hit us, hit us over there. Uh, and until uh, 2024 and beyond, may your roofs be dark and your bowls be full.